Welcome back to another episode of the Rocks and Rune Lords podcast. We actually have had a lot going on uh, for a while. We recorded two, like, back to back, and then we got to go take vacations. So I've got to hear it on air. Alicia, how was the land of the mouse? It was good. It was good. I'm glad that we went when we did, because we kind of, we went, like, two weeks or a week and a half before their 50th anniversary stuff kicked off and anyway i know that like there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to happen you know with all of that but honestly i just prefer like the lower crowds and the shorter wait times and stuff like that so so it wasn't too busy for you yeah yeah it was good it was good we got to um visit the star wars galaxy's edge stuff which um the hubby was super interested in and i was super interested in and um Anyway, Did he get anything not, cool? Uh, yes. Yes. He uh, made a lightsaber, which is <laughs> like, it was just really neat. Like, um, I didn't actually get to uh, go with him, unfortunately, because somebody had to watch the six-year-old. And so our uh, our oldest got to accompany him, and she took pictures for us and stuff. But That's what Mickey oh. Mouse is for. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold my kid. I'm going to make a lightsaber. Shut up. I know. <laughs> I'll be back well, in you couldn't get, minutes. You couldn't <laughs> get within like 12 feet of the characters because uh, of yeah. pandemic oh, protocols. Wow. So, right. all the, we did see a lot more characters than I thought we would, but all of the pictures, like with them and the kids, it's like they're the kids and then they're like 12 feet back in the background or something. They're wearing so. a full body mask. I mean, so. How much more protected can you get besides cosplay <laughs> of a plushie? I mean, well, some of them are, you know, like uh, like Ray. Is Gaston's not. Or, Gaston, yeah, yeah. Or uh, so, how do they sign Gaston. the book? <laughs> oh, they're. Um, or do they not? They they Email. didn't. They didn't. Oh, oh man, I was hoping you were going to say that they have like ridiculously long pens that they can <laughs> no, sign with from like twelve feet away. God. That feels <laughs> Mickey Mouse. No. Um, <laughs> But no, um, it was it was a lot of fun, and like I didn't realize it, but uh, both the kids are now old enough to do some of the cooler rides. Um, they're not like up to, you know, full roller coaster like interest yet. But it what we didn't have to do as much parent swapping to ride some of the more interesting rides for us. So it was cool. <laughs> From what I can remember, Disney World wasn't really about the big rides anyway. If you want the roller coasters, Mm-mm. you go to Six Flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun with smaller kids for sure. Um, it's neat to see it all again through their eyes. You know, back in my day, they didn't have seat belts; they had parents <laughs> and the mom arm, right? Yeah. Oh, my mom tells a story about Space Mountain. About the, her getting the hell beat out of her because I'm like grabbing everything I can. I'm like four, oh grabbing God. all the places. She has nothing to hold on to. So she's just got her arms around me and she's getting slammed back and forth. And back oh my and forth gosh. The entire time. So you said you were four, so you were what? Uh, six one six at that two. point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my how was the beach, Matt? Oh, I said, how was the beach? Oh, uh, beach was great. Uh, yeah. It was. I didn't actually hit the beach like more than twice. Went out to the pool. I just vegetated. And I did my, every time I go on any kind of vac- vac- vacation, I hibernate the first day. So like I got there and I slept 18 hours and then got up and had a vacation. Wow. Every nice. time I go on vac- vacation, I don't, I don't know if it's the fact that like I'm 
completely unplugged, no response. Like, if I had a responsibility, I couldn't do it anyway. So it's just completely off my plate. And I just <laughs> fucking die until I wake up. And every single time I take any long, any even a short vacation, went camping Ugh. two years ago, and I slept about 16 hours the first day. <laughs> That's like how you I just camping? lost bears. Well, we had cabins. We had cabins. This is glamping, oh, I guess. Well, glamping. I mean, we were, glamping. We were in the woods. Glamping. <laughs> 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 I like that. A lot of folks, when they go to a new place, they nest or they set up their little little display or their knickknacks or their whatever in order to make it feel like home to them. You claim the space by sleeping 16 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Now it's mine. So you feel comfortable when you're <laughs> Wake up, rolling around, burping and farting, deflating a little bit, go pee, and I'm ready to rock and roll for about six days. Uh, Sounds like Safi. Yeah, very much. Now we know where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, well, very I'm glad you know. that we are all back in a one piece. Everybody survived their trips. So tell me, what have you got going on uh, this week for the BPN? Well, we took a two-week hiatus from uh, Age Heroes, not last week. We recorded this past Monday, but we are back full on 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time uh, for Age of Heroes, playing 5E Shackled City. It's on Twitch and later on YouTube, and much later will be a podcast. Someday. <laughs> Someday. Every other Monday, we've got Almighty Podcast, which we just probably finished up the My Hero Academia Season 5, working our way back into Vigilantes, and then uh, all the other alternating Mondays, we have Kaio Cinema, which is Patreon only, actually. So sign up if you want to talk Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, the whole movies, all that fun stuff. And Wednesdays and Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time. Yeah. Very good, very good. Very we nice. have the massive extreme yes, on at, Twitch. At this point, we're probably, by the time this releases, we're definitely like into the second half of the game. We've just finished up Vermeer, Ooh, so yeah. we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. I do have a question about that show. Are you yeah. going to be doing all the endings? Uh, probably not. That would take forever, but we might. I mean... Picard would probably only have one of the endings. However, I kind of like the idea of playing through again as Ripley because I feel like Ripley from Aliens would be a ah. lot more renegade than Picard <laughs> is. So that could be yeah. kind of a fun alternative play. You know, that's a cool thing with Mass Effect is like you can play that game about 30 different times and never play it the same way. You know, speaking of Ripley, sorry, real quick. Fun fact, <laughs> Fallout 4, some of the character names that you've named yourself, your first little robot dude that helps you out, He'll actually mm -hmm. say that name. So I played Ripley. Ripley, and he said the you know the name Ripley. If you play nice. some weird name, it goes, uh, "Ma'am, sir." But yeah, some, some famous names <laughs> they have it pre-recorded. I love that. That's cool. <laughs> and coming up pretty soon, like 18th through like the 28th ish, uh, the Mass Effect stream will actually not be live just because I've got some work stuff going on. So I won't be doing any recordings those two weeks. It's gonna be pretty crazy. We are. Casey and I are working on something. If we can get our act together and actually get it up and going, we will be streaming in those slots. Not going to tell you any more than that, but that way, uh, if you have made it a part of your schedule to join Adam and Hannah, you will still have some content while Adam does his work stuff. And we will be doing it. And Wes, you are going down. Ah! <laughs> I wish I could argue and smack talk, but... It's just not going to work out for me. 
Not going to work out. It's not going to work out. I've learned something. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned something about Casey. He's one of those guys that, like, he'll figure out a game just to decimate you. Uh, It doesn't matter the game. He'll just figure out how to decimate you. And he's quiet about it, which is the scariest part. Only certain (laughs) games. There are certain games. Like, Wes can spank me in, like, World of Warcraft, (laughs) any MMO that requires a huge time investment. But. So if I can no life it, I can beat your ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Uh, that I don't know if that's even a compliment. Let's not talk about that anymore. I'm depressed. Oh. Instead, why don't you tell us what happened last week? All right. Well, oh, um... sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I got one announcement that I want to do. I actually have my own announcement this week. I'm really excited about it. We started a few weeks ago, but the Happy Expats podcast, I edit their shit for them, and they're on with season two. This time, they're talking to somebody from Switzerland, and you get to learn a lot about their culture and this person's backstory and history, and you get to learn about living in Europe and Basel specifically and how that compares to other places within the world. It's a neat little way to learn about different cultures. Uh, It is at happyexpats.com. Now, Casey, why don't you tell us what happened last week? Well, it has been quite some time since we've been playing, as we stated a little earlier, so my memory is a little bit fuzzy. However, I believe we had a very strategic retreat. From the Lich's lair, and a frog who will not be named sent a little present towards the Lich and shut the door. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's what happened. All right. And I remember I rolled up all of the damage and kind of totaled it out, and it had to be split among... You know, had to do the urns and all the shadow wraiths that are down there, as well as uh, the giant lich that got hit, and there was fire <laughs> resistance involved. And then uh, I figured it out, and I didn't tell you what happened because I wanted to leave it till this week. So all no. of you Please are sitting dead. <laughs> upstairs in this little room. Uh, there's no more silence. There's no more force cube. All of that is gone. But you, <laughs> I just, I just picture Poe throwing that thing down there and slamming the door shut. And then like the mortar in the concrete slabs that you're standing on top of kind of like buckled a little bit when the explosion uh-huh. happened and you're all sitting there. Yeah. Did it work? Did it work? <laughs> Poe's giving uh, Safi the side eye and kind of looks around at Droth, and none of that's true because you're all invisible anyway. And <laughs> Wait, would that be considered a hostile act, or because it's a device, he doesn't become uninvisible? Oh, that's a that's an attack, man. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. very <laughs> hostile act. But Poe has greater invisibility, <laughs> oh. so he doesn't have to worry about it. So he yeah, <sighs> what do you do? Are we still in turn order? Yes. Uh, That's a great question. Uh, (laughs) Poe just went, so I believe we are back to the top of the order. Uh, I think it was Droth at the top. Is Droth at the top? Uh, (laughs) Uh Sure. (laughs) No, Droth was at the bottom because you were last. That's Uh, what I was thinking, yeah. It's at the top of the previous end of the first. No, never mind. No, Poe was first. Safi was holding. 
Adasa had just gone. I believe it's Valentre's turn. Well, the great thing is Valentre Valentre has trucing, so he saw Poe. He kind of saw what happened, so he knows why the mortar kind of went poop. And um, (laughs) he's going to let it ruminate for a a little bit. Let it sit. Just uh, see what happens. But he's standing guard. Essentially, he's going to ready an action to attack anything that comes out of that hatch that was down there previously. Okay, so Valentre readies an action. That will bring us to Hadassah. Um, let's see. Who can I see? Like, who's visible that she can... Wait, I have seen invisibility. Does that mean I can see everybody? Yes. Woohoo! All right, she is um, in pretty rough shape, so she is going to move over towards Safi because she has identified him as the healer of the group. And um, in the hopes that he will heal her. Did Safi have some summons up? Is that who's behind Hadassah, or in front of Hadassah? Yeah, there are two Liland Zadas. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just going to move over to Safi, and um, if he kind of takes the hint and heals her, awesome, and if not, then she's going to pull out her Cure Moderate Wand and do some healing herself, so she'll right. kind of wait a moment to see if he... I'll take my action. ...will assist. Alright, Safi, you're up then. Uh, how bad off are you? I mean, are you bloodied? Are you down over half? The uh, two Lilins go on my turn, by the way. So they're going to go with me. She is She is down over half. Okay. He, uh, uh, Safi will just look at the two uh, Azadas. Ladies, will you help my new friend, please? And they both cast serious wound. Cure, <laughs> cure serious wounds on her. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. What is that? It's going to be... Uh, damn. 3d8 plus 7. So... Ding, ding, ding. That's 11, 15, 22 for the first. And ding, ding, ding. Uh, 6 plus 7, 13 for the second. Thank you very much. And how do you look now? Um, She's looking a little bit better. Um, She's probably still going to go ahead and... Uh, use oh, her. It's still, still Safi's turn. Okay. Oh, you really hurt. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's down like 118 points right now. Oh, I cast heal. I cast heal. 150 <laughs> hit points. Oh, how much? 150. <laughs> Holy moly. Now that is an uh, all I wouldn't have had, if I'd have known, I wouldn't have had, well, it sounds like you needed all that. So yeah, you're fully healed. Cool. If you have any bad conditions, they're gone. Uh, here, let me read it real quick. Uh, if you are, if you have any ability damage, blinded, confused, dazed, dazzled, deafened, diseased, exhausted, fatigued, feeble mind, insanity, nausea, poison, sickened, and stunned, they're all gone. Plus, you get 150 hit points. Does that include shaken by any chance? Uh, shaken, I believe, is a fear effect. So, not, so not no, so. I'm afraid okay. not. No, just check. If you were stirred, then yes, you would be fine, but not shaken. Not shaken. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Um, and that is Selfie. Cool. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. All right. Trey's crying with his negative six charisma right now. <laughs> so unbecoming. Real of you. ugly crying, too. It is. <laughs> Snot dripping yeah. down his chin. Um, 
Yeah, it should be noted. Hadassah is not acting like herself at this point. Like, when she approached you, Safi, it wasn't like Hadassah as you have seen her before. Like, she's got the black eyes and, like, the runes and everything are still blazing. But it was almost like... Um, like almost robotic the way that it was like she assessed the damage assessed the need and went to the person that was supposed to fix it lady I think you got a condition yeah (laughs) (laughs) alright Droth you're up so Droth sees uh, everything that's going on Hadass is getting healed up Uh, you know there's the the two summoned creatures in the back See how he saw Poe throw something. Well, he get, I guess he didn't see Poe throw anything down the hole, but he saw Poe appear after the attack because Poe would definitely no longer be visible. Um, and I, knowing what's going on, he's going to walk over to the hatch and open it up. Anyone alive down there? Poe's on top of the hatch. Well, he'll knock Poe out of the way. Anyone alive up there? Fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's just gonna like I I love to think that when I open this door it's like opening one of the uh, like grease fires in a kitchen you know and it just goes out everywhere. Jesus, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming the whole area down there is just like totally blackened. Are you trying is... to roast Poe? No, no. I mean, Frog legs, anybody? Would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and when you look down, yeah, it is totally completely blackened. Uh, classic Bugs Bunny cigar exploded in your face. Set up down here, nothing. No, do I, I don't hear any skittering, no movement, no one responds. It is the silence of a mausoleum. Droth is still on his horse, so he'll make sure that the uh, area is <laughs> big enough now, like move off the, the door and everything so his horse can get down in there. And, uh, because it flies. So he's going to float down to the bottom and check out the scene. Uh, dead bodies, what do I see? What do I find? Wow. I'm thinking about it. You really don't find anything. Give me a perception that check. Makes sense. <laughs> Soot. Lots of uh, 14 on the die plus perception is going to be a 39. You see a very small pile of dust almost hiding behind one of the urns. Walk up, put my foot through it, you know, just kind of smear it around. <laughs> does it react? Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't. It just kind of smears around just like ash. But it's not ash. It's bone dust. Bone dust. It's good for starting fires. Uh, Droth, I mean, did the did the three urns get totally decimated as well? Like, they're gone? No, those are still standing. Holy Freaking cow. What? They survived that? Yeah. He's going to kick the one in the middle as hard as he can. I, I don't know. Like, pick it up and throw it at this you, point. I mean, I've done next to everything. Yeah, if you pick it, like, if you're going to pick it up, give me a strength check. If you kick it, you're going to hurt your foot. Uh, these oh, things no. are solid. They are not gentle, fragile pieces of clay pottery. Strength check is a 17 if I'm trying to pick it up. Then you can't even budget. It's like you tried to pick up that 1,000-pound Thor hammer I just saw on YouTube yesterday. Holy <laughs> cow. Hey, uh, Volantre, I think we got a job for you, pal. Maybe you too, Safi. I don't know. Any of you guys up there know, like, dispel magic? Anyone? Uh, Volantre, you're super strong. We could use Hadassah. How strong are you? You, you seem pretty strong. We, I think we need everyone down here. And what about me? Poe, absolutely. If it wasn't for you, none of this would have happened. Very strong. You're the strongest of yeah. the whole group. 
I know. Is, we just need someone to loosen up the is, jar, you know? Is that, is that the end of your turn? Yes. You jump down there at the end of the round. You will need to give me a will save. Just as a quick clarification, I have two Brillanis, not uh, Lillian's. Lillian's. I bet there's somebody listening who knows what that means. Brillani (laughs) Azada. They're not as powerful as Lillian's. I was looking at something else. But the spell is still the same. The healings were fine. Is this a morale or fear effect? Negative. Perfect. It's it's actually negative. (laughs) (laughs) Oop, off the table. Oh, that is going to be... 19 on the die, so 20, Damn. 30 total. Damn, you can roll some big stuff. You will take 26 points of damage as these urns erupt. The screaming from the corpses, the skeletons start dancing and they're screaming at you. It is a wave of negative energy that you have encountered before. It's the same exact thing. You will take 26 points of damage. Awesome. Okay. All right. That hurt. <laughs> now we're back around to Poe. Uh, Droth, what's going on down there? Well, the big thing, he went kablooey again, and it hurt. I don't recommend <laughs> any of you come down here. Uh, however, the phylactery is still down here. I, I bet we only have a short period of time before... This guy comes back. I don't think Azavan's really dead. Oh, no. Can I make some kind of check to verify that, Wes? Is that a thing? Yeah, religion check. That felt like something I should have known. Uh, 17 plus 17. So what, 34? You know that if... I'm so proud of you. Yeah, right. 7 and 7 is 14, so that one's easy. (laughs) Once he is reduced to dust, it takes... A little while to regrow a body for him. You have time. If one of these is actually his phylactery, you have to find it, you have to destroy it, or he will return. Do I know time limit wise? Like, do we have rounds or do we have days? Days. Okay. So I think we've got a couple days to figure this out, but I can't budge any of these urns. If if we need to move them, it's gonna have to be one of you guys. And Poe, you can take back over. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Beladre. Beladre, yes. we should probably go and uh, move the, the urns and the prophylactic, okay? Uh, we gotta get that thing destroyed or the guy's gonna come back. I'll do my best. Okay. Ladies, see if you can help as well, please. They have 20 strength apiece. Like this. Okay. It's like uh, half of Beladre yeah. or something. Cool. At this point, we are out of combat. Um, well, no, because there's somebody down. No, you're. You're. We're gonna have to go in combat order. I'm sorry, I forget. Oh the traps are still gonna go off for a while, so we'll have to figure out what's going on there. So, uh, Poe, it is still your turn. Poe will jump down the hole. All right. So you jump down in the hole. What do you do? <laughs> uh huh. I look for Droth. I'm right there. <laughs> Can you see invisibility? I'm going to dispel my invisibility. Yeah, I'm invisible, but I'll dispel it at this point. Okay, in that case, I fell on you. Okay. Well, I'm floating on a horse. You fell on my horse. Awesome. All right. Uh, Which one did you try to move? The middle one? Yeah. I, don't, I just have a feeling. I don't know why. Poe goes for the middle one and tries to uh, pick it up. 
Oh, so you just like bear hug it and try to lift it? Uh-huh. Uh, strength check. Four. <laughs> Post slips a disc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poe, for the next 1d6 rounds, you will have to uh, act with a hurt back. Uh, six <laughs> rounds. Six rounds. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Oh no! Thirty-six uh, seconds. Po- you're gonna you're gonna have a hurt back. I guess you. Ow! I think I hurt myself. <laughs> oh! Suddenly, I feel young again. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, anything else, Poe? Nope. All righty. That will bring us to Valentre. All right. So I go ahead and fly my butt down there, <laughs> and I look to Droth. I look to Poe, and I say. Which one do you want me to take? Uh, Let's start with the middle one. It seems like a good one. So I'm going to attempt to lift the center one. Strength check. Okay, it's a 13 on the die, so that's a 23. What, um, What is your lift poundage that's on your sheet somewhere? Let me pull that up. Um, continue talking while I am pulling this up because it's going to take a second. Because <laughs> it is not on my sheet. Well, it's like 10 times your maximum weight capacity or five times, something like that. So my current God. strength is 31. So my... So that's like eight metric tons. God, it's a lot. You have a strength of 31? Yes. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, lifting can lift as much as his maximum load over his head. Maximum load is the highest amount of weight listed for a character strength in the heavy load column. At 29, it is up to 1,400 pounds. Yeah, so... Over your head. Yeah. 400-something pounds of it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, (laughs) That's why I can carry the whole party on my back, because they're only adding, like, a couple hundred pounds here, a couple hundred pounds (laughs) half my load. Yeah. I don't carry anything else on my body, so... Half a ton here. Okay, you lift it. (laughs) You fly down, you use the action to lift, so you have it lifted up and above your head. It's probably the end of your turn unless you have something else left. Uh, no, I mean, we're hasted, so I can't really do much of anything else, right? Yeah, pretty much. That would just increase my uh, movement amount. Yep. Which you can already move, like, 200 Uh, feet 110 feet. Okay, uh, that means we're on to Hadassah. Um, Hadassah is going to move over to the small room and just essentially look in to confirm that all of the enemies are dead. They and, look clear. Yeah, and once she has done that, she is going to move uh, back up into this main room and kind of off to the side and at the entrance to the to the secret passage we originally found um sorry the at the entrance she's going to essentially just take up what looks like a sentinel position okay safi i believe that is now your turn um so i did send the two brilani azadas down in there to help uh it doesn't look like it's absolutely necessary uh, so I will just hold 
okay. they will hold with me. All right, so holding Safi gently in your arms, oh, that will that's... bring us to Droth. All right, uh, Volantre, now that you've got this, I'm going to hightail it out of here, and you two better do the same, because otherwise you're going to get hit by this trap down here, and I don't think there's any way to, to, to quell this trap. He looks around real quick. Can I make a check on that, Wes? Yes, absolutely. What would you like me to make? Perception check. Nice. Uh, that is going to be a 34. 19 plus 15. Pretty sure that's 34. So Droth has been down here before. He has been hit by this trap before. And every time this trap went off, the walls begin to like sparkle and draw energy into the urns themselves. And it was really obvious that this recharging mechanic was happening. It is silent down there right now. It's over. You have drained whatever energy was in that trap. And you can see... This energy is still sparkling behind the walls, but you can tell it's spent and it's going to take a while before this is ready to go off again. You're out of combat. What would you like to do? Hightail it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. Where do you want to go? I just want to get out of this room. Like, Droth really is. He's done yeah. with this area. Like, it's been silenced, which is his biggest fear. It's, <laughs> it's been bloody. We're all messed up. So he will ride his horsey up out of the uh, top area, get out of there, assuming Volantre and Poe are right behind him. Well, Volantre's carrying a big a big urn on his head right now. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to fly out, and I'm going to go to that cross-shaped room. And I'm going to fly all the way to the top of that cross-shaped room where all the murals and the little pecs in the wall. And I'm going to basically just drop the urn from the ceiling into one of the corners so it goes all the way down and lands on the ground. Are you planning so, to go past Hadassah to do this? If I need to, yeah. Okay. Is she um, going to let me? As you start to approach her, she moves into a guard position. Her elbow comes up and back with the falchion up. Are you going to let me pass? She looks at you like she doesn't recognize you. Do you respond at all? Um, she does not. She just, she tilts her head. Um, she seems confused as to why you are not attacking her. But she's waiting for it. I don't, I'm not going to push or shove or move her out of the way. I'll turn to Safi and say, is there anything you can do about this? <laughs> Are you pointing at Hadassah? Yes. Well, I head nodding because I kind of yeah, have a burn right. in both of my hands over my Hadassah. head. Well, I already healed her. <laughs> she, she she looks good now. She won't let me pass and isn't <laughs> responding. Did you ask nicely? Yes. I don't think that you did. I heard you. <laughs> Will you please move out of my way so I can take this urn and destroy it? She looks at the urn and looks at you, and she kind of frowns. But she will, she will drift to the side so that the passage is clear, but she stays on her guard. See, you just have to use the magic word. <laughs> then I 
fly straight through. So if she veers off, I don't enter her space, but I go through the area. And essentially, I'm going back through whatever area we came through, through the secret passage, all the way to the study, to the blue man group, dead orgy, to the cross room, <laughs> over to the very, 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 very top, and then I drop the urn to the ground. All right, roll me, uh, let's see, 10d6 damage, please. 10d6, you say? Yeah. 45. As you drop it, it whistles on the way down. Little holes have been poked into it from the fireball. And when it hits the bottom, it shatters. I feel like Link. You should. <laughs> there's, lots around. there's three copper pieces inside. And a rupee. <laughs> and a rupee. Hey, Wes, I'm going to cast uh, Stone Shape and close the hole over this little room. The the pit room where all the urns were? The trap room? If Droth sees you doing that, like casting a spell, if he re- can I recognize that spell? Uh, give me a spellcraft check, right? Knowledge oh, I, I ought to be able to with this check. Uh, that is a 31. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sophie, don't do that yet. There's two more urns down here. There may be a phylactery still. We don't know that that one is the one that holds it. I definitely don't want to seal these off. Oh, okay, okay. Let's give Volantre a second to come back and see if he got the one that we needed. Okie dokie. I'll be flying back around that time. What did you find, Volantre? Could you break it? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. Anything inside? It flew apart. Just some copper. Maybe you should try grabbing another one. Let me grab this one on the left. So, gonna grab that one there. Same thing. You fly it through. You get to the room with the cross on it. You drop it. It whistles on the way down and shatters when it hits the ground. I was going to say, while he's gone, can Droth make a perception check around the other last one to see if there are maybe any hidden latches or anything that the necromancer might have set up, like a scapegoat kind of thing, you know? I mean, there's a lid on each of them that you could lift up and look inside. Oh. Well, he's just going to lift open the last one then. Okay, so let's see. Let's do Volantre first. That one shatters, and when it hits the ground, you see of almost a dozen books. Uh, very thick, 100 pages in them, and uh, let's see, and a bunch of gems. Worth money gems? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he just, uh, you know, goes down there with his bag of holding and just starts to fill it up. Okay, so you got 11 spell books. They contain first through eighth level spells of all sorts on the wizard list. Worth a chunk of change. Uh, and you would reckon there's about 3,500 gold pieces of gems. Is this weight going to be too much for my bag of holding? Probably not. Let's say okay. it's not so we don't have to deal with it. Cool. Adam, Droth opens the lid on the last one. Inside is a spell book gilded in gold. Uh, let's see. I want to be silly and say there's like a unicorn on the front with like my diary written on it and my eyes only. (laughs) 
but we're not going to go there. Uh, it's going to be more of a skull motif and Metallica lettering and this is my spellbook sort of deal. Oh, all right. <laughs> there are many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, uh, there's also 3,500 gold worth of gems inside and a magical looking scarab. Okay. Uh, Adroth is going to cast detect magic. I'm guessing this is all glowing. Is there anything that really pops out, though? Like one out of the other ones? I guess detect magic doesn't really work that way. I mean, uh, that spell book looks pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's going to take it all. <laughs> um, assuming when he grabs him, he doesn't immediately, like, die of something. <laughs> yes. Power word, death, no save. Nah, you're fine. You cool. cool. kind of, you have to kind of, like, get up, up on your hips and lean into the bottom of the urn to get the stuff at the bottom because it's pretty far down there. Uh, maybe Poe <laughs> hangs on your ankles to keep you from falling in. He does. Just he does. Say, oh, okay. I was just saying, if he feet are, like, kicking from yeah. the top of the <laughs> if he didn't, like, Droth falls in, Volantre grabs the urn, takes it over to the chasm, oh, and just drops it with Droth in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, what it's like, like an for? old circus Short stop. Short memes doing laundry. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Um, so you got the spell book, 3,500 in gems, uh, a magical-looking scarab. Oh, and something that kind of looks like a genie in a bottle sort of deal. Just a... Uh, not a like a yeah, lamp. So one of those oil lamps, yeah. Yeah. It also appears to be magical. Huh. Okay. It, am I able to determine anything about phylacteries? Like as far as when I I know I've already made a religion check about necromancers, I believe, but do I know anything of how to determine what could be one? Or is it all totally personal preference? It could be anything in the world. It can be nearly anything in the world. Okay. Well, guys, I don't think you're going to like this, but I really feel like maybe we should put all this in the middle of a room and just burn it all. Uh, we have um, no idea of knowing what's the phylactery, right? This is just this is Alicia talking because Hadassah is out of it. But just a note, does anybody want to carry any of that stuff to the pool to see if it makes the pool bubble first? It's not a bad idea. You know, before we destroy the thing, that might be what we came for. <laughs> That's good thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so. If only Hadassah wasn't crazed right now. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know so if Adam, would even think about that. You've been spending some time down here. Droth has looked at these three urns for a while at this point. I think I've spent more time down here than anyone else, for sure. You have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, not even going to make down it. here, too. Yeah. I'm not even going to make it an insight roll. For some reason, this third urn that you're messing with, you're going to guess that the urn itself is the actual phylactery of Azaban. Oh, wow. I'm going to guess that. Well, guys, I guess it's this urn. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's something about it that's just different, right? Are the runes on it different? Like, does it feel heavier than the other ones, maybe? There's just a touch, a feel thing to it. Yeah, I'm going to let that be your decision. Like, what yeah. is it about this urn that really sets it apart? Uh, now that you're not getting your ass kicked every six seconds, you don't have a lich in your face or a bunch of wraiths that you're having to deal with, you don't have the stress of combat, you're able to take a second, really look at this one, and Volantre's already taken the, away the other two, and this one seems different. 
Guys, it's got to be the urn. It smells different. What does it smell like? It's like this kind of like burnt skin smell. Like when I was in the circus, there were a lot of times where we would do tricks with fire and sometimes it would burn your hair, burn your skin, you know? This one just has that kind of smell to it. And I don't think it's because of your bomb, basically, Poe. I think it's like something Uh, innate the other ones didn't have. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You're kind of making me feel bad. No, when Volantre flew the other ones past, it didn't like linger. It didn't waft into my nose like this one is. This is right up on it. I think it's maybe the... I'll take everything out. Let's see. And, and he'll start taking everything out and like putting it on the other side of the room. And then, you know, he gives the pot a big old smell and he's like, yeah, no, nah, it's the urn. There's something about it. It so, smells as, off. As Volantre is <laughs> flying back, he gets back to the room where Safi, uh, Poe, Adasa, and the two summoned creatures are. And he goes ahead and just dumps out all the spell books and the gems that he just got from that one urn in the middle of the room there. And then he goes down into the room to see Droth emptying out the other urn. I know, he's on and his hands and knees sniffing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for me to take it? Oh yeah, this is the one. There's something about it. It smells weird, Belantre. Well, get away from it. So I go grab the urn, pick it up, and fly my same route back to the cross room and drop it off into the chasm. Roll damage. 10d6 again. Uh, for Hadassah a drink. <laughs> you look like you could use it. 38. <laughs> um, as you get closer, she goes back into the guard position. Falchon raises just a little higher. I raise the glass a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> I make the best beer in Galarian. <laughs> will uh, kind of sidle up to you, reach up, mm-hmm. and stick a chocolate cricket in Hadassah's mouth. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're angry. Or when you're hungry. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Have a crickers? <laughs> a crickers? <laughs> she's, she's hungry. Um, as soon as you move towards Hadassah, she immediately flies up to where you can't reach her. Oh, she liked them before. She she doesn't let you get close enough. Oh, I so Adasa flies away. Safi drinks a beer. Poe's chomping on a cricket that didn't uh, make it. Volantre, you dropped the urn. It bounces. Does it do any? Does anything flake off of it? Like, does it yeah, take it, a little damage? It smashes it up pretty good. It whistled on the way down. Okay, but it bounced. <laughs> I fly down. I grab it, pick it up, fly back up to the top, and drop it one more time. <laughs> and this time, it shatters. <laughs> and you hear an otherworldly scream. Maybe it's just inside of your head. Maybe it's from one of the empty coffins from around this area. You can't quite place where it comes from. And then that scream dies out. I fly back to the room, and I just say, he's dead. I think you got him. Yay! (laughs) Did you hear that scream too, Safi? Yes. He's gone. Well, that's good. And then I look up to the sky, seeing Hadassah holding her falchion high. Now what do we do about her? 
Droth, uh, does he notice Hadassah kind of having, like, some uh, issues over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. I would imagine it'd be hard to miss at this point. <laughs> I mean, she's on the ceiling <laughs> holding her sword at the ready, okay? She's on the ceiling? Are you flying on the ceiling? I didn't catch uh, that. She's, yeah, she's flying up out of reach. Okay, I, I missed that. Uh, so he sees this happening, and he's like, uh, Hadassah, are you okay? And if she, she doesn't respond... He's going to give she you a second. She looks at you and seems to be frowning. Like when you said her name, it it seemed to give her pause. So when he sees the pause, uh, he thinks and he kind of like does a little jimmy. Like he starts dancing and he says, Oh, Hadassah, let me sing you a song. It seems like your memory has gone wrong. We are your <laughs> friends through thick and thin, even if we don't know you from way back when. Bring back your memory. <laughs> and he's like gesturing, like, come on. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Man, I don't know what I had thought was gonna snap her out of this, but I, I can't not have her snap out of it. She her eyes suddenly clear, the blackness is gone. Um, and she drops to the ground into a crouch. Where the runes on her arms were glowing before. Um, now what you see are the raised, angry scarring of brands that have been burned into her skin. And over the next few minutes, those scars settle back into the slight pigmentation that you saw before. And she just kind of slumps exhausted. Troth will reach out his hand, uh, help you stand up, and kind of like, you know, throw you over his shoulders like that one arm, you know, like uh, like when you're carrying your friend or something. And he's like, hey, look, it's okay. We all kind of got some stuff going on, which makes us kind of the best group around. You know what I mean? <laughs> she she just says, oh, God. <laughs> did did I hurt anyone? Yeah, the oh, right yes, people. It was very good. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> you did good. But you guys are okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're alive. The other guy's not. <laughs> okay. Is anybody hurt? I could, I could use some help. I'm not feeling well. <laughs> I, I'm I don't not know about bleeding. you guys. I'm a little tired, but I'm, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine after a little bit. I actually... cast a spell, and my Eidolon evolves... And Ooh. you see that all the little scars on the Eidolon and everything just begin to heal um, every six seconds. Just it's a little bit, a little bit. The, the, the wounds close a little bit more. Mm. I actually didn't take damage from anybody. I just got hit with that magic a buttload. I probably am super bruised up. <laughs> and yourself. Yeah. Your wall of sound. <laughs> well, here. It's, uh, <laughs> about called you Safi. Throth, here. Have a drink. <laughs> What what is this? Uh, just 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 drink it. All right, all right. But if I wake up and it's three days from now and I'm missing a kidney or something, I know where to find you. Drothel, <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> I'll have your kidney. Yeah, in the other room, invisible. Wow. So 14, 16, 24, 39 hit points back. How are you feeling now? I feel pretty good. That's uh, that's a lot better. Uh, you know, you I've got another, some. You want, another, you want another shot? No, no. I think I'm good. If you've uh, if you got another shot of something that'll really heal me up, let me know. But this will get me back to good for now. Well, I, I mean, I can I can do this a lot. 
<laughs> I think I'm okay for now. Okay, okay. Anybody else? I could take a shot. Yeah, have a have a drink. So over the three minutes that you all were talking and stuff, the Eidolon heals up, but everything that's on um, Volantre himself, nothing changed. But then, so how much I heal on that? 26. I'm casting a spell or an ability called Wine to Water. <laughs> and it turns my, my beer into healing potions. That's so awesome. I could do it four fantastic. times a day. I'm going to go so. ahead and tell you 26 is perfect. That's exactly what I needed. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caden Kelly knew what you needed. <laughs> Anybody else? Okay, I drink this one. And he <laughs> chugs another beer. That, not for healing. He just wanted a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there something... We were back here to find a piece of magic or something, weren't we? I mean, we've taken out Azavan and his buddy Jerry, or Gregory, or Gazan. Ian? Ian. 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 asks, she says, did you get the phylactery? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got it. It's dead. Her her eyebrows raised. She's like, really? Oh, yeah, it smelled. It was weird. I figured it out. It just had a stench to it. The stench of death. Burnt you skin. figured it out after I destroyed the other two. That is <laughs> really uh, beside the point. Absolutely distinct. That's for a warm up. <laughs> great deduction there. It was, I think. <laughs> Did you still have the wisdom damage? Yes. <laughs> oh my I still have negative two levels. Like I've I've got a bunch of ability damage and stuff happening <laughs> right now. Oh wait, hey the. The dude is dead. Like we don't have, we're not shaking anymore, right? We shouldn't be. I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Um, out of curiosity, then Wes, um, the ability score damage that I took, is it just normal damage, and it's going to heal under its normal stuff, like resting its one point, or I have to get a restoration spell cast and all that stuff? Yeah. What do we do about the missing levels? Twenty-four hours. Did we identify the loot? No. Do we give want me an to identify the loot? Somebody give me an arcana check, or a spellcraft check, rather. Ooh, I can do that. Uh, spell check or, or spellcraft or arcana, because those are two very different numbers for me. Yeah, spellcraft. Yeah, same. Uh, so with the spellcraft, that is only a 20 total for me. Okay. Um, should be enough. Yes. Yeah, with that check, you're going to be able to identify the two items. There is one that is a magical lamp that is called an ever-smoking bottle. That's what they called my uncle. Uh, Basically, it allows you to uh, make uh, fill an area with smoke so that you're obscured. Then the other one is a Gollum Bane Scarab. It is beetle-shaped pen that you can kind of wear as a brooch. Uh, it allows the wearer to detect any Gollum within 60 feet, but you must concentrate as a standard action in order for the detection to take place. Did you say Gollum or Goblin? Gollum. Okay. Bane. <laughs> I have to speak clearly. I feel like we got another scarab that does something kind of like that earlier. How, how wasteful would it be to create an item to detect goblins? Like, like a sting was... did it, but like, oh no, a goblin. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I swear Going I heard sure, goblin, but... so I wrote it down. <laughs> oh, here's the big one, though, is the last sentence. It allows the possessor to combat golems with weapons, unarmed attack, or natural weapons as if those golems had no damage reduction. Oh nice. <laughs> now you can fight over it. Who wants the scarab? Me. Well, I, 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 I mean, don't <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want the scarab? <laughs> Safi just meekly raises his hand. I, I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good. I feel like it really should go to someone that's going to be hit up front. It's up to the three of you. Hadassah, you do a lot of damage in a single strike. Yet I take multiple strikes to do that type of damage. She nods, I... but she says, but I'm not safe. Didn't you see? I'm not safe. It's a good thing we're not golems. That doesn't do anything to us. You could hit us either way. We'd still die. That's not comforting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I won't need it. If you feel safer with it, take it. She'll nod and she'll, you know, attach it to, you know, her tunic. What about this book? This, uh, my first school diary book. <laughs> Droth has been sitting in the corner reading that while y'all are dicking around with the pen. Yeah. <laughs> that one's, uh, it's not his first. I will tell you that. It shows great experience. Uh, this has every single necromancy spell known to Galarian. Plus a few, more than likely, that we will have to make up and invent. If somebody wants to learn how to cast necromantic spells... But this one is very, very expensive. Not to mention, it's all written in ancient Thassalon. Oh. This this is something that I don't have a price for. So it's actually worthless. Yes. I mean, nobody has realistically no value whatsoever. Yeah. I, I can read Thassalonian. We can, but outside of the six of us, <laughs> I highly doubt that anyone else is going to really be able to read it. Maybe we can use this for something else. I mean, well, it's a spell book, yeah? Yeah, but I can't imagine you're hopping to just bring people back from the dead. At least not in this way. And he'll oh, he'll no, pass I... it to Safi. Take a look for yourself. I mean, this doesn't reek your kind of magic. Well, uh, healing people is binding the flesh. Yeah, but this is binding the flesh without the soul. You know there's a huge difference. This is true. The soul goes to the everlasting after-after. I've been there. It's not too bad. But you're right. Uh, we have no use for this. We could just sell it. Jothel to stash Sof it. Safi's breaking a sweat holding this book because he's got a seven <laughs> strength. Oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jothel definitely um, how stash many, it. Uh, how much in gems were in the urn that uh, Droth opened? 3,500? It was a total, once you combine the two, a total of 7,000. Okay. Gold, not platinum. Gold. Cool. I was just slogging it. Um, I think we've divvied that out. Uh, um, just speaking for anything, ever smoking bottle goes best with Poe. He's got the goggles. True. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think there's any discussion on that. He'll take it and put it <clears throat> in his belt. So, we came here for a reason. Have we found what we're looking for? Well, we came here for necromantic magic. I would say yes. So as a reminder, 
uh, as part of the items to make the weapon that you were looking for, each of the items are something indicative of that house, of that school of magic. It's going to be in a large quantity, and it's going to be something that represents the larger culture as a whole, not necessarily an individual. Not the spell book, but it could be something else that this culture is very proud of. Maybe it's Ian. Um, Oh, um, can Hadassah um, look around over where As Azavan was working when we first came in? Sure. Yeah, you can wander mm -hmm. over there. See if something he was actively using might fit the bill. Uh, so there are two corpses on the work tables over there where Ian fell. Uh, probably and broke into a couple of pieces there. These bodies are similar to the ones that you saw when you first came in in that chamber. Uh, they would belong to the Blue Man group. Right, right. Okay. Um, I got a 28 on perception to find anything particularly interesting. Nothing really sticks out here. And she'll move over to the desk and kind of just keep looking around. Hadassah, remind me, what kind of magic did this area represent? What, 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 we, we came down, which hallway was it again? Gluttony, I believe. Huh. So we're, we're, we're looking for something that represents gluttony on a mm -hmm. large scale. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> We've kind of searched all the areas back here, haven't we, Wes? Just looking at the map. From the direction you went, yes. Yeah. yeah. There were in two the, other... In the cross room. In cross hall. Yeah, in the cross hallway, there were two other rooms. I feel like maybe we need to head back to where the room with the chasms were with the four statues that represented the different families. I think maybe we need to go down one of the other hallways. I don't know that we're going to find what we want in this room. I think this necromancer does represent gluttony of life, maybe, but I don't know that what we need for the weapon is in here. Um, why don't we head back and check out one of the other hallways? It's the best I think we can do at this point. Maybe spend the day resting if you guys need to. I know I'm pretty dead on spells. It's a safe journey back to that hallway. That's fair. Okay. Let's head on. If none of you have any issues with that, of course. That's fine. Sounds good to me. Let's go. Hey, Wes, in the crossroom, you've got some words up there. Was that, what was that about? I've forgotten. Those were the four so, different families, like yeah, in their representations. A, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bunch of episodes ago, but it's a good idea to go ahead and remind everybody what those are. So in one corner, you have a cheese and meat platter. Uh, somebody who has made a charcuterie board. Then you have another person holding a platter of candies. In another corner is uh, this large gathering of grapes and bread. And then in the last one is just this grinning individual with uh, filed teeth. Uh, and each of them represents one of the families of this area. Okay. So you got three foods and then something that looks like it is a carnival uh cannibal bingo yeah you carnivore know. cannibal carnivore uh cannibal, cannibal. god cannibal. Jilla, a cannibalistic carnivore yes. cannibal the cannibal well, maybe maybe we should head up towards the cheese and meat platter and the platter of candies uh, that feels like 
two gluttonous things, right? Yeah. I oh, love meat and cheese. <laughs> All right. If you look in that direction, it's a 10-foot wide little walkway, and there is a double door at the end of the walkway. Volantre just pushes through the double door. No concern, no regard. We've already we've already went through how many double doors and nothing happened. Right. Oh, just Volantre a is getting, No, uh, just nothing. No, that's nothing, nothing at all. No. Mm. The lich was behind a secret door. We're behind fine. a double door. Yeah, everything's fine. It's fine. Volantre charges forward, busts down the door. The hair As... on the back of your neck stands up straight. And you are looking inside of a room that has a giant purple portal. <gasps> and it looks almost like you could see into another realm. Oh. And we'll pick up right here next oh, week. Oh, <laughs> oh, I need to know. Sophie farts and turns invisible. <laughs> Disappears in a puff of smoke. <laughs> a cloud of methane. That's yeah. <laughs> Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. You can follow us on Twitter at BackPatioNet, and this is probably the fastest way to reach us. Check out our website at BackPatioNetwork.com where you can find all of our other podcasts, lots of awesome posts, and a couple of short stories, fan artwork, and plenty of other awesome things. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. In fact, there is a link in the episode description. So go there, click it. It's easy. We would love it. It helps us out a whole bunch, and it would be great to spread the word. If you want to get to know us a little bit better or meet some awesome folks, join up on our Discord. We have a lot of really great folks in there that just love to talk gaming and just hobbies in general. We, we have a lot of fun. So come on in, hang out, and meet some great people. This is Adam, and you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealSimzo.